This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Hello and welcome to the Simcoe Day edition of Fight Back. Libby returns from a long weekend on Thursday. Tomorrow on Fight Back, we will get back to the news of the day, politics, shootings, issues that affect Zoomers. But for today, we're taking a break on this Monday of the long weekend to do some summer dreaming. We're talking about the bucket list, a series of accomplishments we would like to complete before we kick the bucket. The experts say a good bucket list is balanced and includes personal and family goals, travel goals, milestones, and skills. Do you have a bucket list? If you do, what's on it? What's the most important item on your bucket list? We'd like to hear from you today, 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-744-740. And I also want to hear from you if you've managed to tick off some boxes on your bucket list. What have you done? Where have you gone? What have you accomplished? 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. But how best to achieve these goals and carve out the time and money to make them happen? Joining us with answers and inspiration is life coach Cared Urquhart. Cared, welcome. Do we have Carrot on the line? She is locked in, loaded, should be ready to go. Can you hear me? Hi, Carrot. Great to have you along. Hi. Thank you for having me on the show today, Jane. No, thank you for making time for us today. I know this is a special day for people to enjoy their families and friends, so we really appreciate you having uh, a half hour for us. Uh, Why do you think the bucket list has become such a popular idea in our times? Well, I think that, uh, you know, people seem to be filling their days with all kinds of noise and time flies by quickly when you do that. And then you wake up 20 years from now and you realize you haven't done the things you wanted to do. So there's a, there's a greater awareness of people wanting to get things done in their lives. And, and also, you know, the boomers are driving, drive a lot of it and, um, and, and they're getting on in years. <laughs> I'm one of them. So I know that. <laughs> so we become aware of things that we really want to accomplish. Yeah, it's, it is uh, ironic, too, isn't it, that the boomer generation, the Zoomers, uh, we call them here at Zoomer Media, the 45-plus mm-hmm. generation, they've always led the way with, uh, with, the, new, with the new ideas, uh, with the next wave of thought. And a- as you get into the final chapter of your life or, you know, the final couple of chapters, you're thinking back, you're looking ahead and thinking, what do I want to accomplish before my life is over? So it really is no surprising that this has been driven by the older generation. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, they've got a lot they want to get done still, and uh, and they don't sit still. So, uh, it, it, you know, it's good for everybody to have goals, regardless of how old you are. It's, I think when you start writing things down, it starts to make them more concrete, and you can start sort of make your plan ahead of time. When you're younger, you don't think quite so much about the future as you do as you get into your 40s and 50s. But 
even when you're young, it's really great to set financial goals and travel goals. And maybe, you know, people have relationship goals. I mean, there's all obviously an endless amount of goals you could set, but it's really important to kind of map them out um, so that you can start to chart your own course. And some of them you can take off because I think sometimes people forget that their goals are their own. So we often live in guilt. Many people don't want to set goals because they're afraid if they don't accomplish them, they're going to beat themselves up. You got to remember these goals are yours and you can change them at any time, at any moment in your life. The phone is already ringing. I want to get to Marion and Simcoe. I really want to make this conversation inclusive with uh, the Zoomer radio listeners today. So um, I think we have Marion on the line. Marion, hi, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Hi. So have you accomplished uh, what you've wanted to accomplish or some of what you've wanted? I just got back from the Rocky Mountain Mountain Air train trip Mm -hmm. and had a lovely time. I went with my daughter and um, we really enjoyed it. Tell us about this experience, where you start, where you end up, how long it takes. Well, we flew to, to Calgary first, and then we rented a car and went to Banff where the train started, and uh, they they met us in the train station with uh, the best greeting. The hospitality was marvelous, and uh, so then we got on the train, and uh, they, they fed us constantly all day. <laughs> it was beautiful, and uh, so we then went to Kamloops. And uh, we stayed at a hotel in Kamloops. The service was marvelous. They took our bags into the hotel and, and uh, put us back on the train the next morning. And so we had two days on the train and arrived in Vancouver the next day. Oh, it sounds really like a wonderful experience. It was. It was wonderful. And, and what did that do for you uh, in terms of your life's achievements? How did all of that make you feel? Oh, it made me feel really, really wonderful. It was good to get away, and uh, the treatment was so wonderful. And what's uh, left on your bucket list, Marion, that you would like to do? Uh, not too much. I may go to um, Winnipeg to visit my son mm-hmm. in September. Um, but other than that, uh, I'm 95, so... Wow. I'm slowing down a little bit. (laughs) You're slowing down a little bit. Good good for you. Well, thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. That's that's great. I want to hear more stories like Marion's or even if you have some questions of our life coach today about how to make these goals come true, how to be able to fulfill these dreams that you have for yourself, uh, whether they have to do uh, with personal accomplishments, family, travel, food, uh, maybe combining some of this, skills, education. What's something you would really like to accomplish? And we thought we would talk about this today since we're right in the middle of summer. It's a lazy summer day in Toronto. It's a good day to dream about what still can happen in life. 416-360-0740 or toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And Karen Urquhart is with us, our, our life coach for today until the bottom of the hour. Do you have a personal bucket list yourself, Carrot? Oh, yeah. I always have uh, goals that I, I, what I do is I, I map them out from financial goal, personal goal, travel goal, health goal. Every the beginning of every year I do it. And oh, then okay. I, I, make, I make a list of how I want to do that. And then I drill it down 
So, you know, let's say personal goal is, um, you know, I'd really like to, uh, well, let me, let me go with a, a fitness goal. That's an easier one. So a fitness goal, maybe I want to cycle, um, 1500 kilometers in the summer. I'll, I'll make that up. Um, so what I do is I, I map out the summer and I kind of go, how many, you know, how many times do I have to cycle through a week to make that happen? So pare it down to the chewable bit. So it doesn't seem so overwhelming. Right. And every day when you go out, you do, you know, 30 K or 40 K or 20 K doesn't matter, but you start to add it up. And by the end of, you know, three months or whatever, you've got your goal. So, I mean, I think that's something people should take into consideration when they're setting big goals. Sometimes they feel overwhelmed by those goals, particularly if it's a career goal, for example, you know, it could be four or five years out, pare it down so that you do chewable steps at a time and you wake up one morning, it's done. I'm thinking about um, swimming. I have always loved to swim. And in the second half hour of our show, we are going to talk about uh, water safety. But mm-hmm. uh, as you talk about the, a marathon or bike riding or that kind of thing, I'm thinking about how many lengths of a, a 25 meter pool it would take for you to swim across Lake Ontario. That's sort of an example of the same kind of idea. Exactly, exactly. And and you don't have to, you know, Lake Ontario is massive. So when you start to think about it and in that way, it's yeah. over, there's no way I'm doing that. <laughs> but, you know, the, the length of a pool, that feels a bit more accomplishable. So you, you, set, you set it for yourself that way. And often what I do with folks is I create a strategy chart. So you, you, you put the goal in the middle of the chart with a date. It's always good to have a date. Um, and it must be something that's measurable. You know, you don't want to just, I want to feel better. That's not measurable. So what is the goal? Put it in the middle. And then draw little lines out from that goal and make mini little goals around it so that you can see yourself accomplishing those small pieces. And eventually, as I say, the middle one will take care of itself. What about, Carrot, cost and time? These have to be the biggest challenges in accomplishing life goals. People think, mm-hmm. oh, I, I can't, t- as much as I would love to travel, I can't really take time off work, or uh, it's going to be too expensive for me to go to Southeast Asia where I'd love to go. How do I get the time? How do I, how do I manage the costs? Right. So when I'm working with people, it's great that you brought that up because cost and time are the two main things. And it doesn't matter how wealthy you are or how much time you have. It always seems to be what people talk about. So I always park those two things at the beginning. So you're not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about the goal first. I don't know if it, you've probably heard of David Chilton in his book, The um, Wealthy Barber, was written yes. years and years and years ago. Yes. So he wrote a great book about um, paying yourself first financially, right? Put a little bit of money aside then pay your bills. I like to talk about it in terms of paying yourself in time first. So when you look at your the next year or two years or three years, whenever that trip might be, put it in the calendar. This is when we'd like to go and this is for how many weeks. And then work your life around the trip. So you're paying yourself in time first. Because if you put it out there like, oh, someday I'd like to do that, you will never find the time, ever. So it's put the put the project out there, put the trip out there, put the time with the grandkids out there, whatever it is, and then build your work life around that. And it's the same with the finances, as David put in his book. Put the money aside first, $2, $10, $100, doesn't matter. Then pay your bills. It will accumulate on its own. And then there is a a way, you know, you set the goal. And then uh, I guess in in this case, you've got the money set aside ahead of time and the time you'll deal with afterwards. Well, and the time, if if you've got a three, say it's a three year out 
trip you want to do. I want to go on a cruise. And it's going to cost you, I'll make it up $10,000. And you're working towards that. You've already booked the cruise. Book the cruise because now you're committed. <laughs> yes. And now you're going to fit it into your time, right? Because it's already there. So now you're going to work towards the financial component of it. So instead of going for those three coffees in the morning, maybe you take that money and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to put that money aside. And you just start to chew out of your income ahead of time bits and bits of that money. And you'll find that you don't even notice it's gone half the time because a lot of times we, you know, sort of piddle away money on silly things. And if we put it aside first, we don't even know we have it. I'm speaking with Karen Urquhart. She's a life coach. And uh, today's topic on Fight Back is we're taking a break, actually, from all of our issues that we normally talk about, which are very important. Um, but because it's a holiday Monday, we thought we would approach uh, today's issue with, uh, you know, your life and, and what kinds of things you want to accomplish in your life, be it personal, family, travel. What have you done? And, and I, a lot of you out there listening are 45 plus and you have experienced some things in your life, which I'm sure were goals or dreams. And we'd like to hear about that so that the rest of us can get inspired about the things that you've accomplished or that you've set out to accomplish in the future and you are going to make it happen. We want to hear your stories. I mean, 95-year-old Marion called in with her story about uh, going out west and, and traveling by train through the Rocky Mountains. She says she is just slowing down a little bit at 95. She still wants to do some stuff. What about you? 416-360-0740. Toll free 1-866-740-4740. Carrot, um, there is, there also is a way, I guess, with employers, say you want to take a year to travel, and that sounds overwhelming, that sounds almost impossible. There are jobs and there are ways that you can actually leave your work for a year, and your work is there when you get back. Yes, there is. And I, I think that, you know, when you're planning career choice as well, you should be thinking about that lifestyle piece, too. Obviously, there's certain jobs that are seasonal there's certain jobs that um run you know some people work shift work they work at night instead of days so start to think about how your job plays out that way and how you might be able to form your life within that um i also think people have different um you know rhythm we work differently throughout the day so sometimes you're better working in the morning sometimes you're better working at night sometimes you work better in november sometimes you work better in september Think about those things in terms of how you set your career path as well, because you want to be able to be as productive as you can in those moments so that you can have that other time off. You know, I, I used to work in television production and we would have, I'd call it going underground. So you'd have six months hard on and then a couple months off. So I always knew I had that pocket to have my vacation time. So it didn't bother me that I was working 16 hour days for six months. Because you, you knew there was a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, you know, sometimes you have to put your head down and get the work done in order to build that space for you out there. And many employers now are more flexible when it comes to that sort of thing. You know, there's certain things you can do even during the summer. Sometimes, you know, take instead of taking two weeks off, take every Friday. You know, work four days a week. Take the three days. So you get a three-day weekend all summer long. And then you can get you can knock off some of those bucket list things because you've got that extra day. Right. Do some more, take a course or other things that you might want to get done. 
Oh, and speaking of taking courses, I think some people do get to a point in their life, age-wise, where they think, I would really have liked to have done this. I would have liked to have been a lawyer or a doctor or uh, even just finishing high school or getting a university degree. Those And yet that may seem overwhelming when you're older, but say you are retired and say you do have a little bit of money at your disposal. What about getting over that fear of the unknown, the fear of going back into an environment which is not a comfort zone, and yet it's something that you've always, it's always kind of bothered you that you you never did? Well, I think, first of all, you have to surround yourself with people who are, I call them the A-team, which are the people who are going to encourage you to do those things. You know, we all have naysayers in our lives that, oh, you'll never do it, you're too old, etc. all the things you just mentioned. So if you surround yourself with people like the woman who just went on that great trip in her 90s, you know, you get people like that in your life who are going to say, no, go do it, go do it, because you want to be in an encouraging environment, for starters. And second of all, it's it's that going and trying. So, you know, maybe you don't want to jump into, uh, I've always wanted to get my MBA. Okay, maybe that feels big to start with. So go back and just take a small business class to start with. See how it feels. Try it on. You'll realize that you haven't lost all the skills that you think you might have lost. And you'll also realize that the people in the classroom, you know, they're all learning too. So you're starting with them. Um, so maybe, it's, you know, don't jump into the deep end of the pool. You can if you want to. But if you're a little nervous about it, then one stroke at a time. All right. Jamie in Concord wants to get in on the conversation. Uh, Jamie, are you with us there? Yes, I am. Thank you. Uh, Hi. Tell us uh, about what you've done or what you'd like to do. Well, I just wanted to mention that um, probably about 15 years ago, my friend and myself, we went down to Newfoundland, Nova Scotia. And what a lot of people may not know is that in the summer... The universities are open and you can stay there and you can get some unbelievable deals uh, to stay in residence. Ah, uh, yes. And some of the residences even had a buffet breakfast and dinner. Well, that's great. So you saved a lot of money and you were able to fulfill this dream. It was a lot cheaper than it would have been otherwise. Right. And how long were you down there? Well, we were in the Maritimes about two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, spent about five days in Nova Scotia, went up to the gas bay, stayed on, uh, stayed at a friend's place up there. Then we made it over to, um, to get the ferry yeah. over on the ferry, got off the ferry in the fog. <laughs> and, uh, luckily I had reserved a bed and breakfast about, uh, a half a mile from the boat. So we were able to make it. And and how many years ago was this? Sorry, I'm saying it was about 15 years okay, ago. Okay, and obviously it really meant a lot to you because you're still thinking about it fondly to this day. Oh yeah, and of course, uh, people in Newfoundland are so friendly, right? That uh, we we drove all. I rented a car, and we drove all over the province and saw a lot of it that probably some people never see. Jamie, is there anything else you're thinking about doing? Any more travel or goals you have set for yourself? Uh, Well, I've been lucky. I've gone on a lot of cruises uh, over the years. Hawaii, Alaska twice, all parts of the Caribbean, Mediterranean. Wonderful. So I've been very lucky. Well, we appreciate you calling into Zoomer Radio today. and And thank you for sharing your story. No problem. 
All right, let's, uh, and, and we want to hear yours as well. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Items on your bucket list, boxes you've checked off, how it's made you feel all these years later. And Kara, just listening to Jamie there, uh, reminds me of how much a trip gives you back, uh, even long after it's happened, just the memories being able to go there in your mind. Uh, so even mm-hmm. if it may only be two weeks, it's something that makes you feel good for the rest of your life when you reflect back on it. Absolutely. And photographs, of course, are are really key. I mean, a lot of times we're taking pictures on our on our phones now and you never get to actually see these photographs because they live in millions. But so it's really nice sometimes to actually to create old photo albums or do the peekaboo or things like that. So you can go back, take them off the shelf, flip through and remember, have those memories there because it does take you back. And it does remind you of the, the happy moments. Um, you can create good idea books or happy moment books, too. Lots of people create these um, books so that when you're in a maybe you're in a state where you feel a little down and out or you're lacking energy you open up the books that remind you of all these things and places you've been to and things you've done and that will re-inspire you to keep moving and come up with another good plan before we wrap up this segment i do want to talk as well about the giving back aspect of items on a bucket list i'm thinking about uh, community work uh, giving to charities, giving of your time, and how those types of goals can also give you just as much as as experiences that you embrace only for yourself. Mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, especially as you get older, I think there's a real need um, to give back to the community, uh, particularly if it's been good to you. And it also is really good to try some things that you haven't done. I mean, if you've been in business your whole life or, you know, you've, and, you, and you're not doing it anymore, um, it's good to, A, provide the knowledge that you know to pay potentially a charitable organization or whatever in town, but also maybe try something new so that you can become part of an organization, build a theater or, you know, create a, um, uh, a gym for the local community or something. Maybe you've never participated in that. You can learn a lot of new things from other people and really get involved in it. And that can be inspiring. Our brains always want to learn. And I think it's really important as we get on in years to keep challenging them with new information because that inspires us. It makes us feel younger. It makes you wake up quicker in the morning. It it just gives you something to chew on, keeps the brain healthy. And there's something about, too, I read years ago, and it's always stuck with me, that uh, Zoomers, older people, are they're wired to give back. So you've you've made your life, you've gotten your education, your job, your profession, you've raised your children. And now this next part of your life is about giving back and giving of your experience to others that were wired that way once we get to a certain age. I believe we are. And, and, and one of the reasons I think is because we stop being so competitive. You know, the, that Zoomer generation that we're speaking about was a very competitive generation, the largest generation in the history of the world. So we're, it was very competitive when it came to getting jobs and everything, right? You had to, you know, beat up the next guy. And so I think that, um, you know, now that we're, we're in that sort of give back phase, 
uh, in some ways, you could say that's a, that's a competition of its own, is to, you know, who, who can give back more, who can be, participate more, how do we contribute more? Um, and we're not competing necessarily with, with the, that, the idea of striving. Um, we're just sort of, I, I don't know how to put it, maybe we're competing with ourselves in terms of what we're giving. We have, um, there's always that sense, right? Right. And and to go along with the conversation, this part of the conversation, we've got Lila, Lilia in Toronto. Um, we'll lock Lilia in. Uh, do, you wanted to add something about volunteering and that being part of your bucket list. Yeah. When I uh, just arrived here in Canada, I uh, volunteered to a, uh, a church, a small church, but then to honor God and I had to give back and preparing food for the uh, for the homeless people and uh, helping them, and it's quite amusing. And it's, I have get that kind of peace in my mind. Right. So I got that peace that whenever I have problems, God will answer everything. So that's my yeah. Uh, so accomplishing this goal, Lilia, has, uh, has you have to first of all you have to acknowledge God that He is God, and uh, you have to be compassionate to all those people. And I oh, we just lost her there. But I think I think that the message that Lily is trying to explain, Carrot, is really about mm-hmm. is really about giving back and and finding that peace. And you know, whether it's God, your faith, whatever it is that drives you, and this reinforces how good you feel as a human being. I mean, what a wonderful way to be living your life. For sure, and I mean, it's uh, you know. Being able to help other people obviously makes us all, makes you feel good personally, right? So I, I think that that's a, a, a wonderful thing to do. And it's a great way to fill your days because, you know, when people have been working hard for a long period of time, they need something to do. You know, you don't want to just retire at, well, now people are retiring a little older, but let's say 65, somewhere between 65 and 70. You, you don't want to just sort of stop. So you need to contribute, you need to do something, you need to have a reason to get out of bed in the morning. And there is no better reason than to actually help your community or your neighbors or friends or, you know, or the bigger picture, the earth. As a global citizen. Okay, I promise this is the last call and then we need to change topics. I just really want to hear what you have to say about your bucket list. So let's go to Stan and Newmarket. Stan, you'll have the final word here today. Okay, I'll be quick. You No uh, problem. A, a Royal Bank pensioner. Uh-huh. And uh, I retired, so I uh, have some time on my hands and I do some uh, tutoring, a part-time tutoring. And uh, for any organization that uh, a pensioner works for, they will donate $500 for 40 hours of uh, volunteer work. Oh, great. So any Royal Bank pensioner should contact the uh, Royal Bank uh, pensioners uh, line and let them know that you want to do some volunteer work and they'll uh, set you up with a uh, a form that you can fill out and then get that that donation to the organization. And Stan, do you look at this as as like a bucket list item or is it how did this evolve for you? Oh, uh well, I've been volunteering even before I retired mm-hmm. with that organization. So uh, after I retired, uh I actually uh, the um, the Royal Bank uh, issues a uh, a bulletin every month, and they have that form once a year. So I noticed that and uh, started uh, doing that every year. So I uh, 
accumulated quite a quite a lot of money for that organization. Fantastic. And the, and you plan to do more of this, or are there other things you want to take on in life? Oh, I'm going to go to other things. I kind of burnt out as a tutor. tutor. I've been doing that for uh, for about twenty years, so. I'm going to look for other things now. Oh, very good. I All right. I do some coaching. So I coach basketball and soccer as well. Oh, that's great. And everybody's into basketball now because of the Raptors, right? Right. Right. All right, Stan, thanks for calling in. Okay, thank you. Uh, Cared, if you could just leave us with some thoughts, some inspiration, our life coach here on uh, Zoomer Radio's Fight Back today about uh, about making a bucket list if you haven't done that. How, how to start, how to fulfill it. Yeah, I would just uh, go through the different aspects of your life, your career, your finances, etc., and make a couple of notes about things that you'd really like to accomplish. Keep it simple. Don't make it too long. And then another fun thing to do is maybe create, uh, people have probably heard of dream boards before, but they're very, it's a very cool thing to do. And, you know, cut and paste and put pictures up of people you want to meet or places you'd like to go. So there's a visual aspect to it. And if you have a partner in life, if you're married, you know, or you're living with someone, have them do it too. So, but let them do it on their own so that you guys can compare notes because you'll be surprised that some people have things they want to do in life that they've never shared with you. And maybe you can inspire each other that way. Life coach Cared Urquhart, thank you so much for taking time out on this holiday Monday. My pleasure, Jane. It was really enjoyable chatting with you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.